Hey everyone, Samantha here. So as we wrapped up Star Wars month, we realized we would get off track occasionally and talk about other things in the Star Wars universe that weren't quite related to what we were talking to. So we just decided to compile them into outtakes. So have a listen. They're pretty, uh, <laughs> yeah, just, just take a listen. It's all related to Clone Wars, so spoiler alerts. Uh, on May 4th, we are going to be getting the last episode of Star Wars The Clone Wars. And there are, currently there are two episodes left as of us recording this. And the last episode that came out, The Phantom Apprentice, uh, is currently the fourth highest rated TV show episode ever on IMDb with a 9.9 .9 out of 10. Oh, wow. Yeah, shit's getting okay. real on that show. Damn. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I just watched the one where, so was it Ventress, the assassin? Yeah, uh, Dooku's uh, assassin, yeah. And, and okay, we should, I should have known that the captain was a bad guy because of his hair. I almost sent you a picture, oh, like, oh, what is you, going on with this guy's hair? Oh, you, you, you got to the, the new gun ray up. You're still in season one, right? And or I just watched the one where they track it and they, they're Grievous's lair. Okay, with uh, Kit Fisto and his apprentice Nadar. Is that one of those episodes where you were saying that I didn't, I wouldn't need to watch? Um, yeah, honestly, season one it's good, but compared to the rest of it, it's so it does. Not... It gets a lot better. Oh, it gets leaps and bounds better. Because it's um, not bad. It's just oh no, it's just a ton of stuff I don't really care about. Yeah, it's like they're... all these people that I don't know. And I will say, I do like that it's not... It's kind of interesting that it's looking at all sides of what's happening. It's not just simply following Anakin and... Obi-Wan. Obi and Obi-Wan and uh, Ahsoka Tano. Like, it's kind of going all over the place. Yeah. But, but... Uh, which I think is an interesting move. But yeah, it, it, the problem is that there's all of these characters that I'm like, I don't really know who you are and... As it gets on, you, the, a lot of the characters get a lot more fleshed out, especially the clones, which I really liked yeah. about that is even though they're all, you know, they're all clones of the same person, they all have widely unique and uh, interesting personalities. Like no, yeah. not one clone is the same that pretty much like has any meaningful uh, uh, dialogue or importance to the story. Like, yeah, like Fives, yeah. Rex, and Cody, they're all three widely different characters and i absolutely love that i realize i hate r3 the way i hate hans <laughs> of the I, way i hate hans of the southern isles from frozen <laughs> that 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 that, that's, that, 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 that's goldy right cross, that yeah that devious uh uh backstabbing little bastard <laughs> well because at the big first i'm like oh he's just maybe not as good as r3 as r2 and of course anakin doesn't want to use any droid other than r2 and then he's a traitor and i was literally like the traitor. scene where he's about to r3 is about to go over the edge and uses his like uh rope grabber thing and grabs on to r2 and i was like holy crap is is he trying to 
is he want R2 to help him or is he thinking, oh, if I die, I'm going to take R2 with me. Yeah. Like, Scar, brother, help me. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but I was like, you know, fuck you, R2. I, I mean, yeah. it wasn't, what are the droids, the Roger Roger ones called? Oh, the the, the battle droids. The, they was, God, they're, they're just, uh, they're so They're snarky. Annoying. They're snarky. They're so... Um. Yeah, no, I actually kind of like the B one battle droids because they they in the in the movies they really didn't get like any like personality. They were just like, all right, we're we're a CGI robot. We're not gonna try to they're kill anyone. Inter- they're entertaining. They're just they're just like you know the stupid kind of mind. I mean, they're droids, but yeah, like they're I, and, they're the <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, they do kind of get like a more menacing upgrade later on, especially with like the like B2 battle droids and um, the commando droids, which I, th- I think you've seen the commando droids. Those are the ones that like just straight up like kill the clones and like wear their armor and impersonate them like almost flawlessly. It's like, shit, these guys are menacing. <laughs> Damn. Um, so while we're still on Clone Wars, um, what is your like impression of Ahsoka? Cause you, you've never really seen her before watching this or really knew much about her other than she was Anakin's apprentice. I like her. I like her. I think she's badass and she's just a little too. And I mean, was this targeted? Would, what would you say was the target audience for this? Was it kids or just specifically any Star Wars fan? I feel because like it was originally targeted as kids. And then as the show progressed, it, it the show increasingly got more and more mature and dealt with a lot more mature themes like bioterrorism is... and oh, uh, oh whoa. uh genocide and like there, there are some classic Anakin. yeah there are some really like messed up story arcs like there, there's literally the most dangerous game in this oh damn uh ahsoka because ahsoka in the beginning i i like her but she's very she's cl- she's clearly very Cocky. young not just talky, but just a little too like upbeat. Like that's not the right thing to do, or you know, like yeah. a little, a little too. I don't really know how to naive. Like, or... Maybe I'm trying to think of. It's like when I'm watching it, it just makes more sense. I she's just a little too innocent and ki- like she. It's like it's like she was catered for kids. A little. Yeah, too I mean, watch. Like yeah, like like I said in the beginning, the the first like couple seasons are a lot more focused towards kids, and as it gets goes on, it gets a bit more. more they realized that wasn't they realized that wasn't their audience. Yeah, it yeah because originally when it came out, I didn't really like Ahsoka because it's like oh why are they changing so much? Like this wasn't like part of like the the lords. Like he didn't have an apprentice, um, and. It, to be fair, this was like way before like Disney like retconned everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the the only like idea of like no like Anakin never had apprentice like Darth Vader had like a secret apprentice and it's like he, he was gonna use him to like overthrow the Empire and he it was did. It kind of yeah I mean that that has been like long since like retconned that that was the premise of um the Force Unleashed which was a, a video game series where. Darth Vader, like, after, like, the Empire, like, is, like, pretty much a thing, um, he found this, like, young, like, a Jedi youngling and trained him to be, like, 
his like apprentice, his secret apprentice, and he called him Starkiller, which, fun fact, that was the original working title for Luke's last name. He was going to be Luke Starkiller. That's a little felt, too on the nose. Yeah, and also... <laughs> like, Skywalker's wait. way better. <laughs> also, that's way too menacing for the good guy's name. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, he was just called Starkiller, and he uh, was sent on missions to track down uh, surviving Jedi and kill them, and he was going to him and Darth Vader were going to overthrow and kill the Emperor, like, take the Empire for themselves, except the Empire found the Emperor found out about it and ordered Vader to kill him, and then it was just kind of like a revenge story after that. Okay. It was it was a pretty solid story. All, unfortunately, it did get on, but the um, voice actor and, like, the... I think he also did, like, a bunch of the motion capture. Um, Sam... I'm drawing a blank. It's like Sam... Whitaker is not Whitaker. Um, drawing a blank on his name, but basically he um is still a part of Star Wars. He is the voice actor for Darth Maul in the Clone Wars. Um, okay. And he also is the voice actor for another uh character who uh I kind of don't want to get into because okay. that's actually like a really significant character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't. Um. Okay. Yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, folks, I really like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> really? I didn't I didn't I didn't know that. Did you hear that they're making a uh they're making a Disney on Disney Plus, they're making a series that's prior to Rogue One, like five years before Rogue One. Yeah, it, it's um Cassie and Andor, right? Yeah, yeah, and I know Diego Diego Luna said he's returning and I mean that'll be fun. Yeah. I'm uh... more I'm more excited for the Obi Wan series whenever we finally get that. Yes, I'm. I'm very excited. I'm so for that. excited I, for that. I'm so. I'm. I'm so excited for that, and I'm excited for the last two episodes of Clone Wars because. Uh, shit's, that's, getting re- shit's getting real. It's getting it. Okay, the this is okay. Honestly, these episodes are going to be out by the time this comes out. But the next episode is going to. Uh, we're, we're going to get Order sixty six. It's gotten to a point where Ahsoka. So is, is it? What going up? Is it going up to when Anakin becomes Darth Vader? It, it, because it, I... it, it takes place at the exact same time as the as Revenge of Events. the Sith. Okay, but like because Revenge of the Sith, that's they were in the Clone Wars. They get sent to hey, you got to go rescue the Chan- Palpatine. Yeah, yeah, it, and yeah. So the series, and then takes... they're no longer work. They're no longer fighting in the Clone Wars. Like they're done. Yeah, no, like they're they're fighting until the clone wars all the way up until order 66 but because by that point like the clone wars ends and the empire begins yes um yes okay so yeah it's yeah this clone wars the tv series takes place between episode two and episode three and this is taking place at the exact time as episode three all the way up until order 66 and a little bit after oh boy and oh my god the next one (laughs) ahsoka tanu is on a ship after they've captured Darth Maul with some of her best friends who happen to be clones on their way to Coruscant after uh, Obi-Wan has been sent to Uptapar to kill General Grievous and Anakin has been tasked to spy on the Chancellor after he has killed Count Dooku. So shit is going to get real, real fast. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, my God. See, that's why when you told me, when you told me this, I suddenly was like, okay, I got to 
hustle. Yeah, you. you I'm not. I'm, oh. I'm not gonna make it to the last episode. No, I know. I, I mean, and, and I've already kind of spoiled that. Like, Darth Maul is still alive, but I mean, well, you, you I already, don't know how. Well, oh, but I mean, apparently, because if you you already know that if you watch Solo, which makes no sense. Oh yeah, that's one thing I didn't like about Solo. I mean, you, I'm glad. I'm glad that yeah. they reintroduced him to the general audience, but. They didn't, if you haven't all, seen Clone Wars, yeah, they, you're not going to get it. Yeah, they did it and in a way I, that had people had zero context as to how or why he is alive. You told me that when Solo came out, you said they they did something that if you haven't seen Clone Wars, isn't going to make sense. And then when I watched it, I was like, I gasped. And then I was like, wait, what? And I'm trying to do the math of when all this <laughs> happened. And I'm like, wait a minute. And then I text you and I'm like, what? And you're like, oh, yeah, no, he apparently survives being cut in half. And I'm like okay yeah yeah because that's may the fourth be with you folks and um I'm join looking us forward to t- for yeah the rest of the month yeah we're, we're i'm looking for all stars I'm, I'm 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 seriously looking forward to it and also i'm really looking forward to talking a lot more about clone wars in the future yeah you you gotta watch it it i, I understand that like season one is I know. I'm not. Some of it is a, like not the best, but it it gets really good. Yeah. No. I I I believe you. I'm not like yeah. I I think I just don't want to. You were telling me I, there's certain episodes I don't have to watch. Thing is, I don't know the difference. I other if yeah. I'm so I I'd mean, rather def- just watch def- watch it. Yeah. All. I mean, definitely definitely watch the whole thing to experience it. But I mean, like there are definitely like a few episodes that like don't really go anywhere or feed into any like major plot lines or stories but mm-hmm. i mean still like definitely like watch it all and experience it for yourself yeah and that, and that goes for everyone listening i think my favorite star wars name was i think is oh god it's like yarl poof it, it, it's like it's a jedi master he was a member on the jedi council he's he's the one in the prequels who has like the really long neck do you mean like the one the like eight the com- the camino one the people that that create the clones yeah he he kind of looks like a kevin Owen, but i mean he he's not but he he looks very similar to them yeah okay i'm like i don't i can't i don't remember i can't think of this character he's a background character that was literally just there to just like look how diverse our council (laughs) is even though even even though like three of three members of the council say anything even the republic has diversity yeah, <laughs> I swear. Every time they they go to a council like member like meeting, like it's the same five people that talk, and it's Mace Windu, Yoda, Obi Wan, and occasionally like a random fourth person talking. <laughs> so it, it, yeah, for for a council, it's like literally run by like five people, and there's like twelve seats. <laughs> so. They arrive on the day. So I, I was. Is there any explanation in the, in the universe that why Yoda picked the Dagobah system? Um, because it seems to yeah. be there's a lot. There's an area that's specifically. Oh yeah, there's a lot of the dark there, force over there, and also it's filled with snakes. They're just everywhere. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's it's a swampy marshland. Is the entire yeah. planet? Um. Yeah. No. The the reason why Yoda picks the uh. Dagobah to basically be like his like like refuge uh where he spends like the rest of like his like basically his like years of exile uh alone um the reason why he picks that is because Dagobah is like 
unusually strong with the force there, there are several planets in the star wars universe that are really strong with the force a is one of them corban is another one um uh dathomir is another one but the those last two are really strong with the dark side of the force and uh dagobah is a lot more neutral it, it can kind of show both sides depending on who is looking and since Yoda is like so in tune with the light side of the Force, it it's a really good uh, hiding place for him because if someone's very like adept with tracking someone who's uses the Force and they oh. go there, it, you 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 can't track anyone there because the entire planet is full of the Force. What, who was who worked for the Clone Wars? He does this yeah, really. Absolutely love that guy. He, First of all, he talks about how he almost he almost lost that job because he thought it was a prank call. He didn't believe that they were yeah, actually offering I, him a job or offering him an interview. I absolutely love Jay Filoni. But then he, <laughs> that, yeah, that, that story was hilarious. But then I won't I won't give anything away. But he does this dissection about Anakin and Luke and. They, I will say what I like is that they look at Star Wars as a whole. They look at the prequels and the original as opposed to just one or the other. And he, I, I won't, again, I won't spoil it, but he basically talks about one, this one scene that happens early on and how this scene, I never really viewed it the way he did. And I realized now I would, my jaw dropped, honestly. I was like, oh my God, because it really, ties in the whole arc of Anakin, Darth Vader, and Luke up yeah, until no, the end. D- Dave Filoni, he, he was pretty much like the, the creative lead for Star Wars The Clone Wars, which which ties together like the the prequel trilogy. Yeah. Um and he, he does it in a way that he he is so knowledgeable of like the overall uh lore and expanding universe of star wars that he created his own contributions to the star wars canon which are now official canon like he's he's added whole new factions weapons planets uh characters that are beloved by the fandom now he, he's brought back fan favorites um he, he's even brought stuff from the old republic an era that has been completely erased by disney and is no longer a part of canon anymore and he's brought back a bunch of stuff from that and the inclusions that he's added to star wars have made it a lot more entertaining to uh follow along with it and he, he's just added so much to it that he's almost kind of like become like the apprentice to George Lucas. Uh, George Lucas. Cause the, yeah. Cause the amount of like one-on-one time that they've had together, cause he needs approval from Lucas. And I think, well now I think he needs approval from like Disney and Kathleen Kennedy to approve specific things. But for, for a while he had to get direct approval from George Lucas and LucasArts to add all these things. And it, it, it's just such a, a, fun dynamic that they have um that i i feel like star wars is in a good is in good hands oh, yeah. when uh, dave filoni is attached to it because the the work that he has done from like clone wars to like the the stuff that he's helped on in rebels and now mandalorian like those are all really good i mean yeah he he knows what he's doing and he is like one of the few people that i am comfortable with leaving star wars with I'm making my way I mean, through Clone Wars. 
Yes. Yeah, how far into that did you get so far now? I'm like beginning of season four. Uh, can you remind me real quick uh, how that one starts? It's been a while since I've watched. It was like the Mongol. We first we came Captain Akbar, and I was like, "Hey, you!" Oh yeah, <laughs> It was hard. Like I liked the. Oh yeah, on um, I know exactly which episodes you're on the Moncala uh story arc. I liked the conclusion of it. Um, I the sec I don't know. I just because I'm like it was just there was a lot of these episodes. That I'm watching and I'm realizing, like, I've been texting you, I'm realizing are told out of order because I'm like, wait a minute, this character's dead already. Why, why is he trying to vote against <laughs> a bill or for a bill or uh, um, the fact that, like, there's some of these episodes where I'm like, this would have been a really great, either a good ending or a good beginning. Like, first of all, the Dangerous Game episode of, yeah, oh my brutal. god, that was fucked up. And okay, all of these, all of they're like lizards, but they look like Theodore Rex. It's like a planet filled with oh, Theodore yeah. Rexes. It, it's um, they're uh, Trandoshians, and um, you actually see one of them, Bosk, who shows up in a few episodes of this series. Um, he's one of the bounty hunters that's hired by the Empire yeah. in Empire Strikes Back. But he, that, he's the only lizard guy there. But that episode <laughs> yeah, was really insanely rough. I mean, I was, I figured, yeah. I knew they were gonna get off. I knew, I knew. Uh, Ahsoka was gonna find a way to get out, but it was still very rough, and I was like, "Oh my god, oh god!" It was just, it was oh. not expecting it. Uh, did Did you notice the uh, Indiana Jones Easter eggs that are popping up throughout uh, the series? Um, I'm trying to. Th- uh, there, there, there is like one that I didn't notice the first time I watched in like the Dangerous Game episodes in the uh, the trophy room. Uh, but behind the um, like the I think is like seats like made out of like Wookie fur or like Wampa fur. <laughs> behind him on like a pedestal is uh one of the Crystal Skulls from Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. I did not notice that. I was more like, oh yeah. my god, they really are taking younglings' heads and mounting them on their wall. The whole thing was so fucked up. Yeah. Um. I mean, but we got Chewbacca, <laughs> which wasn't really a spoiler because. Like, that's in the intro. It's on, like, the, you know, synopsis. It, synopsis. it just says, like, with they escape with the help of Chewy, Chewbacca the Wookiee. And I'm like, yay, cool. Oh, okay. So it wasn't, it wasn't, like, a big, yeah. I, I was, I was pretty confident that's what was going to happen. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's. Um, yeah, the, 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 there's a, there's a couple more, um, uh, like, random, just, like, like inserts of like characters from like the original trilogy. Like you, you saw like Captain Akbar and then uh, Captain Tarkin. Sweet Lord Tarkin, uh, because yeah, Tarkin, Tarkin is like, he's, he was always an asshole. He's, apparently. He's such an <laughs> asshole and everybody hates him except Anakin. Who's just like, Oh, he's, he's cool. It's like, are you, what, what's wrong with you? He's a huge dick to everybody. I, yeah. And like, I, he, he's always like, yeah, him and Anakin and the Chancellor are like the only people like they get along with. I was and this when he said this is my uh captain captain tarkin i was like <gasps> like i got so excited but i gotta say i think my favorite storyline so far which we don't have to dive into too much because we should probably just keep going with the movie but uh what happens on yeah. mortis is so far i'm obsessed with i've become obsessed yeah, that, with that 
that that is one of like the best story arcs in the entire series um, because i didn't under unanimously yeah I, when i was texting because i'm like i i liked how the old man called him out for it because i had seen i was seeing i knew that he was going to get tempted by the dark side and then you know he sees into the future he knows about darth vader he knows all the things he's going to do and he's freaking out and so he joined i was like i agree with the old man he's like so in your fear of the dark side, you joined it anyway? And then it realized, no, it's because Anakin is terrified that if he keeps going down the path he's going down, he doesn't even know what he's doing. But the path that he goes down, he's going to lead to Darth Vader. Whereas if he just joins the dark side now, it won't lead to Darth Vader. So I'm like, oh, okay. I get kind yeah, of Yeah, it, it was pretty much just kind of like he's choosing the lesser two evils to prevent being evil but the whole point is that he well, has the to... same, but at the same time yeah at the same time he still becomes kind of evil but the whole point uh, is by by association he has to do this he has to go down the path he's going down so he can bring balance to the force so the whole thing was like yeah oh my god like yeah that episode those that that arc was really awesome um yeah, it, yeah that arc and then there's another arc like uh like way later uh for you that kind of ties into like the more like spirituality with the force but it's like more focused towards um yoda Mm -hmm. which is really cool because they they do introduce like a lot of like old like um uh expanded universe uh like legend stuff that as for a while has been like completely like discontinued and they brought them back into the fold like they reintroduced um like the home world of the sith and like certain sith lords and like reaffirmed the rule of two and just like solidified that in like all right this is the rule of two i made this don't change it <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and luke i yeah. know I, I because i'm watching so much clone wars lately and first of all clone wars is, <laughs> it's becoming hilarious because every time we meet a new character that's gonna have a role later it's just i'm just watching i'm just thinking like Anakin's gonna kill you and you and you and you. Like, <laughs> and you are all dead. To be fair, to be fair, a lot of the Jedi that you meet do live. I know, but a lot of them die. <laughs> but um, Warwick Davis is like one of the few actors who has multiple different character roles in Star Wars. Um, Mark Hamill has a couple. Uh, Warwick Davis has like three. It's or the same four. thing in Harry um, Potter. He's played like he's played like at least three different characters yeah um and i think clancy brown the the voice actor for uh mr krabs from spongebob (laughs) he has two as well um what one of one of them's in mandalorian he's he's the um like the muscly guy in the i hated that um in the the episode with like uh bill burr i hate that episode (laughs) because he was a he was was just a moron and he made everything worse everybody and then there was the girl who was just her entire character was just I we get it you have teeth yeah. and you have had sex with the Mandalorian. Yeah. Also, also did you uh, in that episode at the end of the episode when you see like the X-wing fighters show up? Did you recognize one of the pilots? It's been a while since I watched it, but uh, one of the pilots is Dave Filoni, and his name is Wolf, oh! which is funny because his favorite his favorite character in Clone Wars is. Uh, the clone wolf and like the wolf pack no, that he has. That. I don't think I knew who that was at the time, but that's funny. Yeah. But yeah, D- Dave Filoni is in star Wars now. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
they would be rivals and they would try to kill each other. That's not how that works. So bringing balance to the force then is just eliminating the Sith altogether. That's what I've never This was, I feel like they kind of explained this a a little bit better in um, uh, Clone Wars during the uh, uh, Oh Jesus, I'm drawing a blank on it. The the father, the son, and the daughter oh, Mortis? of Mortis. Yeah, um, Anakin is the chosen one. And he would be balanced to the Force because the father says that there's a lot more dark side out there than there is the light. But I feel like you would be the one to change that because since Anakin has more like inclinations towards the dark side than the light at that point in time, because he's He's done a lot of stuff that Jedi shouldn't yeah. do. Like he he has like no like he has no objection with killing people like in the name of the wars. Like that is not something uh. that the Jedi do. Like he he does not hesitate when it comes to killing people. Whereas like other Jedi is like, let's see if we can find an alternative method. It's like oh no wait he's dead already. It's like yes, Jesus Christ, yeah, I can stop. <laughs> where uh they're they're protecting. There's an assassination attempt on the Duchess of Mandalore, and the oh yeah oh and, yeah Obi Wan's uh, girlfriend. I love that part. Uh, Anakin's like, go save your girlfriend. Yeah. He's, like, he's she's not my girl. Oh, like they just, just runs off. But uh, uh the <laughs> traitor is about to kill, or no? So the the trade every basically, and he's like, everyone. <laughs> oh, you can't kill me, Duchess, because you're a pacifist, and that goes everything you believe in. And you're a Jedi, you can't just kill me. But he can defend. The, the thing is, the Jedi defend; they don't attack. So technically, he could have killed him. But anyway, no, no, he he pretty much like pitted it up against like. Obi-Wan and the Duchess of like, hey, like the Duchess can't kill me because she's a pacifist and that would go against everything that you believe in. And Obi-Wan, you can kill me and you would be praised a hero by everyone on the ship except for the right. one person that like, you care so about. So who of like, you are going to be a cold-blooded killer? And I'm like, oh, it's going to be Anakin that's going to kill him. And then, and then Anakin literally shows up out of yes. nowhere <laughs> lightsaber through the chest. Laughing. I'm like, ah, you, there you are. They do, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and, if, you, and if you listen carefully, there's a subtle like imperial theme oh in the background God. after okay. he does that. So and that and that happens and that happens multiple times in the series cuz Anakin does a lot of stuff that like that's kind of drawn that's kind of pushing the line and you hear like the imperial theme yes. like Vader's oh theme. Oh my god, one of in my in the background. Like when he's like like when he's beating Poggle like in an yes, interrogation. Yes, yes. Okay. One of my fate they basically It's like holy shit. Uh, one of they they do two things. They have hints and they have like reminders and like, I feel like the reminders, the hints are like his actions and the reminders are like things like, yeah, like uh, one of my favorite episodes was when, so Bane is going after all of the kids trying to go after kids who are force sensitive. And first of oh, all, yeah. I love the opening because that's when they realize that Bane snuck aboard the ship and Anakin comes like, you see like Ahsoka is just like, Hey soldier. She doesn't know that it's Bane in disguise. And you see Anakin just come running off the ship, freaking out. But I love that episode because when they get to Mustafar, he's like, I feel the, yeah, I, I feel the dark side of the force. And very, very quietly, you hear uh, Imperial March. Like, very quietly. Like, Yeah, they, they, they do that multiple times throughout the series. And it, it, it kind of gets a bit more pronounced um, as it goes on. Um, but yeah, uh, going back to the Mortis episode, um, they they kind of say that like there's a huge imbalance in the force and by the time revenge of the sith rolls around 
Anakin does kind of fulfill the prophecy in a very self-destructive way, but he does fulfill it by uh, eliminating all the Jedi. It wasn't balanced, but it was in balance in favor of the light side rather than the dark. There needs oh, to be an equal balance that's, on that's both what I sides. Thought. That's because that's balance. Balance is not just the, okay. Because that's what I was always confused on. Because I'm like, just eliminating the Sith. Because wouldn't it be balance if? So there was at the time. Yeah. All okay. The Jedi so died. it's not just about getting rid of yeah. the dark side. It's they have to be equal. That's what I thought. Okay. It has to be equal. Yeah, he, he pretty much whittles it down to a somewhat as equal of a playing field as it can possibly get for the Jedi and the Sith, because there were thousands of Jedi, and then there were two Sith, and then he, like, within a night, it, he whittled it down to, like, 20 Jedi and two Sith. It's like, yeah. okay, I think I did a good <laughs> job. Um, and, then, and then over, like, the next 20 years, like, all right, now we got five Jedi left and there's two Seth. All right, we're doing, we're almost there. We're almost there. Um, I'm just picturing, like, like a whiteboard with, like, a, like, like they're coloring it in. Like, <laughs> we're about to hit our goal. <laughs> five Pizza more party. and we get a free yeah. Uh, yeah. frozen <laughs> yogurt. <laughs> it's like, it's like, a, it's like a punch card. Like, all right, every Jedi you, you kill, stamp. like, what, like, yeah. first 10 Jedi you kill. Um, yeah. Although that does kind of bring into question of like what the Inquisitors would fall under because they were Jedi at one point and it's like, all right, you guys are now Jedi hunters that used to be Jedi. It's like, all right, I guess you're Dark Jedi now. Does that still fall under any category? It's like, nope. All right, all right, go go kill some Jedi, um, I guess. Real quick, during this scene when like Han like you know, like taps his the <laughs> the scout trooper's shoulder and like runs on the other side of it and runs into like a firing squad of troopers one of the one of the rebel soldiers you, you notice is kind of like a, a older guy he's got like a white beard and everything like he, he's looks significantly older than everyone there do, do you have any guesses on who that might be um maybe i don't think i really noticed this person now i'll go back but anywho okay um is it a character uh, or is it a well, it, real it was person later that's like in it, it, it is a it is a character that they it it was like originally just some random like no name like rebel trooper but they later like hey this looks a lot like a recent character is it design of is a, it a person a i would know character and they yes is it, it is one that you would know <laughs> okay it is rex. <laughs> like... that is that is clone See, captain rex that's who i was guessing would be in mandalorian season two that's who my yeah, guess is. He, he yeah, survives, I, mean, I think I knew that. Yeah, he, he survives. Yeah, yeah. He, he he joins the rebellion, and they, yeah, he, Dave Filoni, like, later confirms, like, hey, this guy looks a lot like Rex after, after, um, the Empire is established, like. Classic. Yeah, sure, that's, that's nice. Rex now. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, they, they basically just retconned that, that specific character, and it's like, all right, that's a retcon I'm okay with. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's that'll that'll be fun. I'm more excited. I I think we keep we keep talking about we're, we're so excited for the Obi Wan show and how oh, there's absolutely. the guy that voiced Obi Wan for the Clone Wars. He really he's trying to get a part oh, in the Obi Wan series. He better. <laughs> That'd be really funny. For yeah, us. It's, if, um, well, if David I, Filoni is involved, he probably would. I think his name is James Arnold Taylor. I think that's his yeah. Name. He has like he has three names. Yes. Yeah, it, I know that much. Yeah. No, he he's been voicing obi-wan for like movies and like tv shows and i think a few video games since like 
mid two thousands onward. He um, does a good Obi Wan. Oh, he does a phenomenal really Obi Wan. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it it'll be really kind of interesting to see how him and I really hope Ewan McGregor uh, like collab together. There is supposed to be though. I'm really hoping. I don't want any spoilers, but I'm really hoping that the Duchess of Mandalore does not die because if she doesn't, then she might pop up in the Obi-Wan series. And that'd be also really cool if uh, Rosario Dawson pops up as Ahsoka. Yeah, that'd be really cool if if Ahsoka shows up. I'd probably be more excited that, like, character, like, reunion than anything. I would, but I think I was excited about um, the fact that we kind of see he was in, it was a similar situation to Anakin, but he, and he had said to her, if you had said, if you, one word from you, I would have left the Jedi Order. Because cause he cared about her, but obviously he was a Jedi first. Yeah. And now it is the difference of their characters, but it also kind of shows that he was in a similar situation to Anakin and Padme, but he didn't fall through with it, whereas they did. Yeah. And it, you know, so it, it's just kind of an interesting contra- contrast. But um, it's like you, you, yeah. and it, you're like, Anakin and I have like we we're, we're a lot more alike than we than we realized. We both we both fell in love. I just didn't um, I just didn't accept it. There is I haven't I haven't watched it either. I think it's because I want I don't know why I, I think I wanted to just rewatch. I don't know if I wanted to rewatch the prequels if I was I don't know what I'm waiting for. But yeah, I saved it. The uh, there's another one of those like theories of why why Obi Wan uh, ignored their obvious affair. And the more uh, I watch it, why Obi- Clone Wars, why Obi- the more Obi- I'm like, I, I, I ignored why Obi Wan ignored uh, Padme's and Anakin's obvious affair. Uh, you might want to hold off on that. Yeah. Um. Don't watch it. Yeah. I, I. Okay. Because I won't watch it yet. But uh, the thing is, the more I'm watching it, I do know he. I got YouTube keeps giving me just in general. I keep getting spoilers to things where it'll just show me like, it'll be like a movie and it'll be like, you know, how like the movie clips, it'll be like oh, yeah. 10, it'll be like eight out of 10. It'll be like, so-and-so's betrayal or oh, yeah. this uh, something. And I'm like, shut up. Oh yeah. Or Stop like, or, doing this. Oh yeah. Or like top 10 most heartbreaking deaths in Star Wars Clone Wars. And it's like a thumbnail of like, oh, I didn't see that character die yet. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so I do know that he, finds out before he says something in Revenge of the Sith. But I, I mean, I don't know the context and I'm really hoping Ahsoka finds out just because she is the only one who can find out and it not affect anything because she's not in the movies. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I just want someone to find out because I'm wanting to see what that reaction would be. Other than at this point, it's very obvious that Sidious Palpatine knows. Um, um, but I'm guessing based on I, what I have just seen. I, I forget. Did you get to the episode where Padme is uh, like spying to... on the separatists and Anakin's like undercover as her pilot? And they're like, yes, I love that. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. With, uh, with, <laughs> with Clovis. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The last okay. episode I saw was uh, Jar Jar is pretending to be the Gungan leader. Oh Yeah. That's the last episode I saw, and that's where uh, because they lo- they lured uh, Anakin yeah. into a trap. They have Grievous. They lured Anakin, and they did it as a trade off because they're like uh, Senator Amidala will for sh- will sure like you know 
whatever. So that's that was my indication. But anyway, anytime Padme is involved in anything, and they everybody knows that they're good friends. They did meet as they were kid meet when they were kids. Like they are everyone knows that they're friends, but like every time Padme is involved, Obi-Wan's eyes kind of like his eyebrows kind of raise. Like he has this look on his face. Like he's not an idiot. Like yeah. he knows that Anakin is in love with her. Like that's yeah. not gonna change. But he I feel like whether he knows that they're together or not, he, like I said, he's not an idiot. He's aware that they might definitely care about each other. He might just not know that they're married, but I don't know. I feel like he also at the same time, as long as it's not clouding his judgment or making him do stupid things, he's kind of just staying out of it. I feel like I don't, I don't, that's what I'm guessing whether he knows how deep they are in or what, but he definitely knows that Anakin, he definitely knows that they care about each other. Yeah. That's very obvious. Oh, There's yeah, no, no way that they can. Yeah. Anakin's it, terrible at hiding it. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he is a horrible liar, but at the same time, no one like, it's like, he's horrible at lying. It's not, yeah. That's not a thing. Yeah. It's, that's not a thing to be married and a Jedi. So yeah. No one's probably really questioning that. Yeah. But Anakin, but all we want, obviously Anakin was willing to get expelled and do all this stuff because he loved it. Because he loved her and, and Obi-Wan's like, no, like, I just find their whole relationship so fascinating because um, it's A, it is very, it's way, it's super adorable, but also because the dialogue is a lot better between them and Clone Wars. But um, yeah. uh, it's just funny because the more I'm watching it, I'm like, he knows something's up. He might not know what, but he knows I don't know. It's yeah. kind of funny to watch because I'm like, Anakin, you're doing a really bad job at covering your ass. Um. <laughs> But uh, kind of changing subjects. Um, so you're yeah. in the middle of season four, yeah? I'm pretty early on. Okay. Like um, episode like five or something. So so yeah, in in a couple episodes, you're you're gonna be in the like starting like one of my favorite story arcs, and that's the Darkness of Umbara like story arc. It's four episodes long, and it is, it is straight up space Vietnam. It is so Shit. fucking is intense. It... Every there's been like one every season has had like one or two storylines that I'm super yeah the, the, there about. Are, the, there are and, like two or three story arcs in season four well, this is one of them and then after that there's another one that I think you're gonna be like like pretty for because it's very obi one centered and then towards the end of this one you're you're gonna get a lot more backstory on a lot of like really important characters later on i'm i'm actually oh, really shit. i'm i'm looking forward to the eventual phone call that i'm gonna get from you in like 10 a.m like 10 p.m like, holy shit this character's back <laughs> i mean i know that but um yeah i know that uh but uh i got really <laughs> when i saw general baby or captain tarkin young Tarkin I almost was like Captain, I almost texted Cap- you Captain Baby Tarkin <laughs> I almost texted you Tarkin but it was really late and I didn't like and then uh the other was um when I was texting you about what was when I was because I was on the episode the Mortis episodes mm-hmm. and Anakin like sees the future and there's that little like silhouette of Darth Vader and the whole thing is just so crazy I yeah. almost texted you like holy shit he then knows exactly what he's doing in Revenge of the Sith because he saw the future. Like, cause I think in Revenge of the Sith, there's that whole, you can't really, I mean, I kind of assume, looked at it as he's saying he's doing this for the Republic, but he's just using that as an excuse 
Yeah. Whereas like, he, this he even time, sees like he even sees like Alderaan getting blown up from the Death Star. I was like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. And then when because he's freaking out so much, thank God they had him forget because it's not worth him knowing. Oh my god, um, that would change everything if he knew that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, any do we have end of season four and beginning of season five? It's like the same, like continuation of the same story arc. Because they haven't done that yet, and it's been annoying. It's like they have like, like why wasn't? I mean, yes, it was like the end of season two, the end of season one. It should have just been that whole storyline of, I don't know. They they tell things out of order, and a lot of it, I don't really see a point to them telling it out of order. And yeah, I, after, after, them... at, at this point, it's more or less in order for this point. It was just getting annoying. I'm like, wait, so this happened before this happened? But that doesn't make sense because, like, it's just, it, it doesn't seem very, it's consistent, especially because we're seeing, well, actually, if more technically, the fact that we see, like, okay, Anakin and uh, Ahsoka have aged. They're wearing different clothes, and uh, Ahsoka's a little taller. They clearly have aged. So yeah. the fact that, but I'm like, okay, maybe that episode of, uh, I don't remember his name, but the, her uncle, the guy that dies, he, Oh, uh, the, the, I'm facing the his name, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but, uncle, uncle, I almost say uncle Oni or something like that. <laughs> uh, but know. he, uh, I'm like, okay, well technically in that episode, we don't see Anakin or Ahsoka, so I guess that's when they have aged. It's just it's just weird. Like I've never yeah. watched a show that's done for, this. For, for for the most part, I think everything's happening in chronological order from this point. All right. As as All right. far as I know, everything should still be is in chronological order from this point forward. Okay. All right. Um so you don't have to worry about it's like, oh, this happened before this. I'm I'm pretty sure everything's set in stone as of right now. There might be like one oh. or two episodes, but for the most part, like it's pretty much set as is. Okay. Um, Especially the last two seasons, like you're 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 good on that. Yeah, yeah. All right. 